Welcome to the cockpit. My name's Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am oh so excited to talk to you guys and girls about yesterday's crushing defeat against the Cincinnati Bengals. Jets lose 27 to 12 in what was really not a competitive game from like the end of the first quarter on. It was it was incredibly disappointing to see. Uh, but we'll get into that. We're going to do this the same way we do it every week. Call-ins are going to start at 8.30. Until then, I'll give you some of my thoughts. We'll talk a little bit in the chat. Uh, and we shall see what's going on. I see you guys uh, kind of mentioning it in there already. Curly Norman says, Mike Remmers incoming. That is a, uh, from what I've seen, a rumor from Zach Rosenblatt. Jets are signing veteran offensive tackle Mike Remmers to their practice squad. Remmers has 90 career starts, most recently with the Chiefs. He says it's an upgrade over McDermott, which I'm not so sure if that's a ring endorsement of, uh, <laughs> of Remmers. Uh, from what I've seen in the, the little bit that I've looked up about him, uh, this is not someone we should be overly enthusiastic for. Uh, but I guess competition at the tackle position is... Not a bad thing for this team. So I guess we'll start there. The doctors still have not cleared Zach Wilson to play for this week's game. I think we'll probably hear something about that either Tuesday or Wednesday, um, whether or not he's going to be ready to go. I would bet he's not. I think he's going to sit out these next probably two weeks, if I had to guess. What, what does our schedule look like? I know it's... Steelers, then it's like Dolphins, and then it's the, are the Patriots after that? Or is it the Packers? I think it might be the Packers. But based on, on the uh, little bit that I'm kind of like seeing and sort of reading the tea leaves here, yeah, so it's Dolphins, Packers, Broncos, Patriots. Woof. Not looking fun. Either way, I want to see him back. Now, I would like to see if Zach's not going to be back. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty over Flacco at this point. And it wasn't even like he had a completely terrible game. I would say it was bad for sure. It looked very similar to the first week where I kind of brushed it off because of the bad weather, things of that nature. Um, but man, this is this was ugly. We had a lot of mental mistakes. A lot of people really pissed off at the coaching right now. Um and I've seen a whole bunch of outlandish things. Cut this dude, cut that dude, fire this guy, fire that guy. Uh, bring in Sean Payton. Absolutely. Throw the bag at him. That's what we're, we're talking about here, right? That's what I'm hearing. No, I don't want to see that. Stability is key in the NFL. I want our guys to work through this. It's still a young team, still a young coaching staff. Uh, and let's be honest, a lot of people had us going 0-9 to start the season. So the fact that we are 1-2 is maybe not that bad but we are one Nick Chubb falling on the one yard line away from being 0-3. So there's that. Uh, Mutt Files drops in with a 22-month member super chat. Thank you, Mutt Files. He says, Jets chat, what's good, everyone? Happy to see Zach is back and he's going to light it up against the Steelers. Heads up, boys. We don't have to see Flacco anymore. I only ask for our front seven to get sacks. I don't know if they have said that yet. Is Zach, uh, is Zach actually coming back? I, I didn't see that. 
We'll see. I hope Zach comes back. If it's not Zach, I really would love to see Mike White because I feel like White would at least fight a little bit harder. Like Flacco to me, you know, 15 years in the league, probably uh, more of a self-preservation thing more than anything else. He's here for some spot starts, here to teach some of the young guys. But why do you tender Mike White if you're not going to attempt to use him? It seems silly to pay a backup quarterback $2.5 million just to have him as a backup. I don't know. Super frustrating all the way around. Lots of mental errors. You have John Franklin Myers hitting the quarterback late. Can't do that, dude. You know how much emphasis they put on the quarterbacks. And even though, look, it was not a bad hit. I'm not going to say it was a like a dirty hit by any means, but it was the right call. They they flagged him because he touched the court. He reached out, pushed the quarterback after he was done. And then, you know, on top of it, he landed on top of him. Maybe if he pushed him and like sort of fell to the side, maybe they don't throw the flag. Either way, dude, play smart. That's a, that's a dumb move. You just got paid. Hasn't felt like it. Like, I don't feel like we've gotten our return on that. And then two plays later, you get Whitehead whiffing on a tackle, just putting his head down, trying to go for the shot, trying to knock the ball out as opposed to wrapping up. That shit drives me nuts. They teach you that in friggin' peewee football. Wrap up. Wrap up. It's not like at that point in the game, we needed to have that first guy there and then second guy start stripping the ball. Like, that's not where you're at right now. This game was close. It was close up until that play, and they whiffed, and it was a 56-yard touchdown, or whatever the, the distance was. Absolutely crazy. Then you got Joyner headhunting. Stupid. I'm done with this guy. Much rather see Ashton Davison. I would rather lose with Ashton Davis than see another game from LaMarcus Joyner. Super frustrating. Offensive line-wise, yo, Zach Wilson's going to get his ass killed behind this line. The right side, looking all right. McGovern, I didn't I didn't notice any weird penalties like the, the lineman down the field or anything. AVT still looks good. And then even Mitchell, rookie, fourth-round pick, looking pretty decent. Left tackle-wise, fans got to be playing through an injury, which might actually just be an injury at this point. I don't know how he's actually doing. But man, Fant looked awful against Hendrickson. Mitchell looked awful against Hendrickson. I can't tell you how much I want Dwayne Brown back. <laughs> and I really want to see Tomlinson start like laying guys out. Like this should be a good offensive line. And we signed depth, but the Jets are just snake bitten. Whatever it is, we can't figure out the offensive line thing. Super irritating. I got to sit here. I got to watch the Giants be competitive. I got to watch Jacksonville be competitive. The Texans are competitive. The Jets are the only team picking stupid high every year and not getting any kind of consistency or getting any kind of better. Like, it sucks. I don't want to say same old Jets because I, I didn't think that's what this was going to be. But man, this really blows. Brutal. Edward Ziff said, Ulbrich lost the locker room. For that, he's got to go. I don't know if Ulbrich lost the locker room yet. Quinnen getting a little upset at the play calling. I'm okay with it. Look, I, I think you got to work through this stuff. It's nice to see Quinnen get fired up because then you know at least he's passionate about it and you know like, hey, look, I want to try. Like, these guys failing, 
are ultimately going to hurt their own paycheck. So you want to see these guys fight. Now, when it's coaches possibly costing guys paychecks, which Quinn and Williams might be alluding to, not necessarily in a direct manner, but by saying, you know, maybe he doesn't like, you know, sending extra blitzers. Well, okay. Get there with the front four then. Quinn and Williams, maybe he doesn't like the, the defensive rotation. If he's not, if we don't have our best players on the field, like there's no situation where I want to see, you know, Shepard and Rankins and I don't, I don't know, just like the backup line in. Like I want to see Lawson, I want to see JFM, and I want to see Quinnen in on like 85% of plays. Like these guys should not be coming off the field. What are you going to do with Quinnen Williams? You're just going to, you've exercised his fifth year option. You're going to let him play out that deal or you're going to trade him halfway through next season. Like, you absolutely cannot, cannot sign this dude to $20 million. Just can't. There, I mean, unless he starts like really racking up sacks, there's no way you could do that. I don't get it. Joe S drops in, says Jets have looked lousy except for two minutes this year. The, I would say this, the Jets offense in the Browns game didn't look bad. There was just some funky stuff that happened like you know the challenge on the first drive where it was a third down catch and like that drive didn't continue then there was the weird uh not weird but then we were in the red zone and mitchell gives up a sack strip sack to uh jadavian Clowney. so for me that at least is like you know it sucks like your rookie guy your rookie gave up a you know a big play and the refs blew one. But the Jets, Jets offense looked competent that game. Like, I felt confident once we got the onside kick, like, we were going to win that game. That felt good. But, yeah, dude, defense, safeties, and linebackers. That's really been the story. And now we lose Quincy Williams. I don't know how long he is. If you guys can, uh, if you guys have seen if there's any diagnosis on uh, on Quinnen, or not Quinnen, Quincy, let me know. I know it was like an ankle injury, I think is what I heard. So... I don't know, an already thin position with a possibly, I don't want to call him injury prone, but not likely to play an entire 17-game schedule. Quan Alexander doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies. Now, I will say he's probably been our, I don't know if he's been our best linebacker, but he's been a, a shot in the arm. Shot in the arm for sure. C.J. Mosley, love him, but not in coverage. <laughs> it's just, it's brutal watching him in coverage feel like we're always lost always lost Aunt jets says what's up ryan we will see different offensive play calling when zach is back or will we see different offensive play calling when zach is back i hope we do i really do i don't know if we are going to see that um you would think there's got to be some type of get out of the pocket type place like i do want to see some rollouts I feel like with Flacco, you're kind of keeping him in the pocket because you don't trust your offensive line. Now, with Zach coming back, as much as we want to use our tight ends, I'd much rather use our tight ends as extra tackles. <laughs> like, put two tight end sets all the time and just run it with Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, you know, wide receiver-wise. Like, you know, if you don't have, uh, you know, ro rotate them in and out is what I'm saying. Obviously, you need want to have the running back back there as well. So you can't have that many weapons. But... I just think you need to be able to help these tackles out. When you have pass rushers that are just breaking down tackles, 
got to start chipping. Steve Gillingham says, I saw Quincy has a high ankle sprain is day to day. Thanks, Steve. That's good to, uh, good to know. I know there's some high, high ankle sprains that are, are not so great. Mac Jones, from what I hear, has a high ankle sprain. It might be out a few weeks. Not that that means too much to us, I guess. We're not playing him for another, what is it, three, four weeks? J-Boy. J-Boy says, what pissed me off is Lawson starts beating his guy and you can feel the sack coming and they take him off. It killed his momentum. I saw a tweet from Samini today. Lawson has the highest percentage of pressures based on pass rush snaps. So he's rushed the passer 63 times and I believe he's gotten pressure, I think it was 13 times. So it's like a 20%, I think that's what they were saying, 20% pressure rate, which is highest in the NFL. Keep Lawson on the field. Let him pin his ears back. I don't care. Like, I don't care if he gives up a run to his side. Like, just let this dude just see... Hey, there's the quarterback. Go get him. Like, do whatever you got to do. Get that guy on the ground. I want to see them rush four. I don't want to see blitzes. We haven't blitzed much this year. Uh, and after Quinnen had the blow up with uh, White Cotton on the sideline, you saw them start to kind of dial it back a little bit. It seemed like they went a little more four-man rush. John says, Salah has a worst, has a worse start. 20 games, then Bowles and Gase while having a much better talent. Um, I disagree. I think Bowles had a good start, one, because he had a huge influx of veteran talent. That Remember, that first year with Bowles, that was Decker, that was Marshall, that was Fitz, Ivory, uh, Cromartie, Revis. You know, that was, a, that was a pretty stacked team as far as, you know, veteran talent goes. You just knew it wasn't going to last long. With Gase... I don't know. That that initial year with Gase was bad. <laughs> like we wound up beating like the third stringers for the Steelers at the end of the season, the backups for the Bills. Like it was a little fluky. I would say I value what this team kind of is now more so than at any point during the Gase era. Um, it's not really saying a whole heck of a lot. And the fact that we got to compare Salah to Bowles and Gase is, is a little frustrating. I'm not going to lie, but I want to see what we look like with Zach. I just hope we're better. <laughs> I really do. This is, this is going to be a long season otherwise. Mumtaz, what's up, dude? He says, you must resist overdosing on copium. It's a fantasy that mobile quarterbacks can turn every broken play into a touchdown, like 52-yard touchdown against the Titans. Not going to happen. If Zach comes out unhurt, it would be a win. Remmers can't block his grandma. Yeah, I'm not I'm not high on the whole Remmers thing. It's not not doing it for me. Not even uh not even a little bit. I do think that you want to have Zach Wilson just get out of whatever game he's in. If he's in this week, get out of that game healthy. Let him start getting uh, you know, in a rhythm. I don't want to see him running around. I don't want to see the, you know, the broken plays right now. I want to see him operate within the offense. Like that's what Flacco did well. Flacco was able to operate within the offense and then it was like stupid penalties. It was, you know, offensive line miscommunications. I, I don't, as much as there were issues with Flacco, like his lack of mobility, I think the judgment on most of his decisions was pretty sound. Um, 
You just can't throw it 50 times. You got two good running backs back there. You got some guys that love beating people up on the offensive line. Let them do it. Let them do it. I don't know. I'm with you, Mumtaz. I don't want to see the Titans play. I Look, don't get me wrong. I love the Titans play. The point and the rip the ball down the field. Love it. It's great when that can happen. But operate inside of the offense. Third man three says, did Salah mean that Brown was practicing when he is eligible to return from IR after week four or just generally when he is back from IR? Um, I actually have no idea what you're talking about. I know he went on a four week IR, so he's not going to play until I guess after the Steeler game at best. But I, I know there was some concern that they thought it might be longer than that. Um, I would love to see Brown back there or at least compete with Fant. At this point, I don't think I'm moving Mitchell away from right tackle. I mean, I guess if you feel confident enough in what he's doing and you're like, screw it, we're going to try him at left tackle. I don't know if that's the right move either, letting him protect the blind side as a fourth-round guy, but heck, I just want the best offensive lineman out on the field and give us the best chance to win. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not too sure on the Brown thing. I hope he comes back. Dude was a Pro Bowl tackle last year. Joe S. says, name me one good thing Salah has done so far. So for me, when I look at Salah, I think players do want to play for him. I think that you see guys like a Quan Alexander, you see guys like a Whitehead, like a Tomlinson, who do want to come and play for this guy. So I think he does make a connection with the players. That's something that Gase didn't do. It's not something that we were accustomed to. Bowles I don't know how much we really saw it. It seemed like he didn't really want to mix too, too much. Like apparently we could have had Honey Badger, but I guess because Honey Badger was dating Bowles' daughter or stepdaughter or whatever it was, um, you know, maybe that was the reason they didn't go after him. I, I don't know. I do like Salah. I just think he may not be holding guys to the standard that I think he may have to. Like I want to see someone... I want to see him get angry. I like when Salah gets angry. Like, he was spitting nails during the Browns game, and I think that sort of fire resonates with the team. Like, I understand, like, the stoic, calm personality, but he seems like... I don't know. It just doesn't feel like there's... It feels like it's all catchphrases with him, right? Like, it's, oh, you know, brick by brick, or, you know, we got take flight, we got 60%, we got all gas, no break. We've got taken receipts. Like I, I'm done with the little sound bites. And some of that is like, you know, the media just saying, oh, he said the word taking receipts. And, you know, we're going to run with that. Um, but man, I, I want to see some competitive football. There's no reason the talent on this team should not be playing competitive. We should a hundred percent be at least hanging around every game. Like if this was a one score game for the duration I'd be okay with that. You know, I, I understand the Bengals were in the Super Bowl last year. They should be a good team. But they gave up 13 sacks in two weeks, and we couldn't put pressure on Burrow with our front four. This is supposed to be the strength of our team, this defensive line. Salah, this is your forte. We have Lawson, JFM, Quinnen. Like, we've invested some high picks and some high money. Jermaine Johnson into this defensive line. 
and to not get pressure on a guy that's probably about as statuesque as you can get in today's NFL. Ugh, that's brutal. Positive. I do like Sauce and Reed. I think corner-wise, we're, we're going to be in good shape. Now, it seems like Sauce is not... I don't want to say he's not picking up the playbook, but there was like... This seems like the, at least the second week in a row where there was a miscommunication to his side of the field and someone was left wide open. We know during the Browns game, the Amari Cooper touchdown, that was on him. He played zone, he should have played man. This one with... Uh, was it Chase? Chase scored a touchdown, but, you know, no one followed him. <laughs> he just scored that. You're sitting there wide open in the middle of the field. Stupid. Stupid, stupid. Gotta have communication. Isn't that what Joyner's supposed to be back there for? Like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm the quarterback of this secondary. I'm gonna let people get into position. Like, if he can't even do that right, the hell is he doing on the field? I don't know. Drives me a little, little mad. Uh, but as far as sauce on uh, on Chase, he started getting in Chase's head, right? He was targeted a few times. I don't think he gave up any yards. Or very minimal yards if he did. Reyes says, Jets just signed new O-tackle. I don't know if you talked about it yet. Uh, yes, I brought it up briefly at the beginning of this. Mike Remmers, veteran offensive tackle, most recently played with the Chiefs. Uh, not... Not very good. You don't find many good tackles at this point in the season. Um, I, I'm i not enthusiastic about this. I hope he doesn't have to see the field. <laughs> I hope this is like a worst case scenario. Like, you know, oh, Brown or Fant need to get, you know, a little bit of air or they're, you know, a little banged up. They're out for a few plays and they got to come back in. I don't want, uh, I don't want Remmers seeing the field much. Not a very good tackle. I don't know. All right, before I get too far into this, let's pay a few bills. Fellas, fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. CeeDee Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with our sponsor of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with their Performance Package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code WHAM. Jets talk. So if you're looking at... Duncan says... <laughs> maybe, you'll, uh, maybe you'll pick one up. We'll see. They haven't sent me the new ad read, so... We're going with the snake draft. <laughs> CDs, beautiful balls. Um, I see a lot of people talking about this. Joe S brings it up. Sean Payton is going to the Cowboys, but I would love to have him. Sean Payton is one of my favorite coaches of all time. I'm a big, big Sean Payton fan. If we had the opportunity to do that, and look, I'm, I'm hoping we're not in that position. I would like us to love Robert Sala. This dude is under contract for another was it three years, two years, three years after this year? I don't see the Johnsons paying a whole bunch of uh, money to Peyton when they're paying a whole bunch of money to Sal already. 
I don't see it happening. And like Joe S. says, I do see Peyton going to the Cowboys. That's where he got his real big break. So we shall see. Mumtaz. I'm still not done with Salah because why is Tomlinson 66 and 73 on pro football focus? I'm guessing that's run blocking, pass blocking. Uh, why is Whitehead 65, 76? Why is Conklin 55, 62? And Uzama not even playing. Why is Lawson 70? Ah, never mind. 66 out of 73. Whitehead is 65 out of 76. Conklin is 55 out of 62. Uh, and lost his 70 out of 100. Why is Fant ranked below Mitchell? Those are all really good questions. A lot of that has to do with the players just playing poorly. Like, I don't understand how you are a Pro Bowl caliber tackle or a Pro Bowl caliber guard in Tomlinson's case. Like, was your tackle play in San Francisco that much better that it kind of helped him out and he was able to lean on was this a phantom like pro bowl <laughs> pro bowl player that we signed didn't look like the dude was a mauler last year this is someone who should absolutely be a staple on this offensive line for the next three years and for him to play as poorly as he is is concerning like i almost want to flip-flop him and avt just to see like hey, what is going on is avt that good that he's making mitchell look better and is tomlinson that bad I don't know. They should be playing better than that. Lawson, 70 out of 100. I don't know. It's hard to pass rush when you're when you have a like when you're losing. But the Bengals threw the ball plenty of times. Like, we should have gotten pressure on Joe Burrow. This is incredibly frustrating. I'm not exactly sure the right answer to all this stuff. Uh Everaldo says, Can the Jets beat the Steelers? Sure they can. Will they? I have no idea. All right, let me pull up the Google Voice. I'll get your thoughts on this. See, I might make this only uh, an hour show tonight. We'll see how I'm kind of feeling here. Um, let's see. Call-in number is on the screen. If you want to call, you get three minutes to plead your case after three minutes. That's it! Take that down a little bit so you guys don't blow your eardrums out. Let's see where it goes. Is it the coaching staff? Ooh, we got a caller on the line. Who we got? Lima Bean. Lima Bean, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, man, so many things had just happened that just drive me insane, man, over this game. Oh, talk to me about it. Dude, like, first is the JSM penalty. Like, as much as I would like to blame the coaching on that one, that's just a selfish penalty. He knew no not to do that. If you remember, a couple of plays ago before that, he was getting into, like, arguments with the Bengals and shoving and pushing. He just mm. wanted to push somebody. He mm -hmm. was angry. And that was clearly just straight up on him, and that's inexcusable. And, I don't know, that's some doghouse time, like a little bit or something, or I don't know what. But it's the penalties, that's, that's just you're shooting yourself in the foot. The yeah, I, th these are self-inflicted wounds that we're seeing. I know, it's the worst. It's just like we, every time we're moving somewhere, there's a holding call or some stupid penalty, some doing something. Um, the second thing is left tackle, man. Like I just, 
I feel like ever since Rickshaw Ferguson left, we've been cursed. Like he cursed that spot for like disrespecting him or something. You know, just no matter what we put on there, they just can't stay healthy. The anti to Brickshaw going on. Like, Dude, ever since we lost to Brickshaw Ferguson, we have been trying to find that tackle position. Dude, and like, it just like the, the Jets need to like send him flowers, roses, make it right. Like he needs to bless the spot, something. Like, I'll do anything. <laughs> like no, like, He's gotta... dude, like not that I'm a big Harry Potter fan, but I remember like Voldemort cur- cursed like of one school position, and ever since he left, and like I feel like that's just happened. Like, that's what it's the kiss him. of death. Yeah, like they they McCagney cut him like a douche, and then that was that. So second, like our coaching, I don't know what's going on. I still like you know. I'm not anti-style or anything like that. I still believe that he has, from what it sounds like, he has the thing. It's just like like a rookie quarterback. He hasn't put it all together yet. But And I think he's he has to go to Oldbrick and, like, talk to him about, like, yo, what's going on here? Like, he needs to, like, get in the kitchen instead of being, like, the house manager anymore. He has to go back. And, like, I'm I'm just definitely afraid of this left tackle getting Zach killed. Like, I just I, – Pittsburgh is going to blitz the crap out of them. They have extra time to prepare for us. That's all they do. Like, you know, they're – they're desperate and angry, and it's just a bad, bad time. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I want to see these players like enjoy playing it, and a lot of that has to do with winning. Like seeing them after the Browns game, like there was a ton of energy there. That energy just fell fucking flat. It's, <laughs> like, it's just too much talent, and I'm tired of like you know I don't want to see the Jaguars do well and reminded of like oh what could have been, and then I don't want to see the Giants mm-hmm. of all they, they had a worse roster than us. Like it just makes yeah they had an easier soft schedule, but nonetheless you know like. I get our linebacks and safeties aren't that great, but that shouldn't doom any football team when there's so much talent everywhere else. Like, otherwise, we would have been great with Jamal Adams, for goodness sake, you know? Like, and the Steelers would be Super Bowl, like, MVPs or something with Minka Fitzpatrick, but that's not the case. Like, they have to, like, do more. And the sacks, I just got so tired of seeing everyone just, they surrounded Burrow a whole bunch of times, but they just couldn't sack him. I never understood that. That's it! You're out of here! You're out of here! Sorry, brother. I see where you're going with this. Call from Eddie from North Carolina. Eddie from North Carolina, what's up, brother? Anybody want to buy a jet ticket to the Patriots game? <laughs> <laughs> Are you regretting buying that ticket now? No, you'll you'll be good. It'll be uh, fun. No, no. Listen, I'm going to need a little bit more than three minutes. I have a rant. Just, Go for it. Let's hear just it. A little bit more. All right. It won't be five or anything. I just let me Let's let me see. state what I have to say. Okay. Go for it. I won't interrupt. Uh, I am 61 years old. I've seen several games at Shea Stadium with Joe Namath. I've seen Richard Todd play. I've seen Kenny O'Brien play. I've seen just about all of them play, okay? And I don't have season tickets. I've just gone to a few games throughout the years. And the times where the Jets were bad, every time the Jets were bad, it was the coaching staff was never the players. There is such parity in this league with the quality of players. You have maybe a few superstars and a few really like washouts, but for the most part, most of these players are the same basic talent level. You know, like the third and fifth round picks, which is the the, the majority of the team. Sure. Salah is a good defensive coordinator. He's got to get rid of Ulbrich. And I, I know you disagreed with my with my uh, little message earlier, mm-hmm. but, I mean, if you got guys fighting on the locker room, it was said that the reason that uh, Quinnen went after the defensive line coach 
was because Olberg was up in the booth and he couldn't go after him. <laughs> oh, that was, that's all right. That's <laughs> I didn't realize that. I knew he was upset defender. with the play he call. Was, he was saying, basically, he was pissed. He, he thought that this rotational stuff was mm-hmm. absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it is. You didn't see Joe Klecko playing 60% of the game. You didn't see Gastineau or Lyons or Salam or or later later on Mercero and Dennis Bird and all them. They didn't play a third of the uh, two thirds of the game. They played the game. They were the starters. They were the ones. They were in there. They played. If they needed to take a break because they got winded, they they had they had a you know sip of Gatorade in the sideline for one or two plays, and then they were right back in. This is bullshit. I mean, if you're going to have your DBs and your linebackers play the whole game, this whole nonsense with the oh, with the D line needing rest, no, 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 no. You you got they have too many defensive linemen, and the other thing is, I'm just ranting still. No, that's the, all right. Go for it. Left, keep keep going. I'm no, going to let you keep the going. Left, the left tackle on the Bengals was mm-hmm. a replacement player. Oh yeah. I mean, he was a backup. He was hurt. He's old and slow. Why Bryce Huff was not in there, our fastest, most agile pass rusher against this broken-down poor guy, boggles the mind. And another thing, JFM is a freaking defensive tackle. He's not an edge rusher. He's a freaking tackle. It should have been Quinnen and JFM pushing the middle and Lawson and Huff rushing from the edge. And then you replace Lawson and Huff when they're winded with uh, Michael Clemens, and 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 the rookie, the yeah, kid, Jermaine uh, John Johnson. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine. I mean, come on now. I mean, for real. Come on. And on passing plays, you swap out. Um, God, I'm losing my head here. Quincy mm-hmm. with uh, number nine. Yeah, Quan. Uh, yeah, Quan Alexander. Because Quan's better at coverage. Yeah, Quincy's look. a monster on the run. Uh, Quincy's a monster with the run, but you bring in, but you should platoon Quincy and Quan for pass plays. I mean, this is a no-brainer. You know this. Everyone listening to my stupid voice knows this. I know this. Jeff Ulbert doesn't know this. An NFL player mm-hmm. for years, and now an NFL co- he doesn't know this. You're out of here, Eddie. That was a good rant. I liked it. Who? Ah, oh, you hung up on me. Sorry, caller. I was answering your call. Ugh. Ugh. So sad. So sad. He's right, though. You should have your best players on the field. Stop taking them out. Allow Quinn in a feast. Kevin. Kevin, what's up, brother? Talk to me. What's going on, Ryan? Listen, I have to say, you know, I was up there in the 300s, mm-hmm. uh, to, you know, on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And this defense is just atrocious. Mm-hmm. It is atrocious in every way. And if you do know that this defensive line has the most money spent mm-hmm. in the entire league invested in this defensive line, mm-hmm. and they can still not get after the quarterback. And then on the other side, you look at the offensive line, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, Joe Douglas, one of the stupidest phrases I've seen from Jeff fans outside of all gas, no breaks, is in JD we trust. First time GN, <laughs> never proven anything, mm-hmm. right? And this guy, because he believed in Makai Becton, which mm-hmm. was a terrible pick in the in the first place, should never been Makai Becton, decides to skip off on uh, on drafting a tackle at four. And oh, get out of here. Neil, Neil and Aquanu have been worse than Mitchell. 
Mitchell's we, the top tackle have, right now. Well, we, let me tell you, we have Max Mitchell, a, a rookie t- tackle at the right side, and we're going to have a third string or fourth string on the left side. Yeah, but and you got you got to see. A, I you once you draft Makai, you had to give him the shot. You have to give him the shot. Fant played well. I I don't hate it. And then they bring back they bring in two Pro Bowlers on the offensive line. You bring in Tomlinson. You bring in Brown. One's you hurt. Have, one's playing have. like shit. It's fool's gold. It's not like Douglas you has have. ignored the position. Uh, you have a medium. You have an okay center, and mm-hmm. you have a, a, a tight end. We spent a lot of money on CJ Uzama, who's not doing anything for us. And by sure. the way, on the other side, like I said, with all the defensive lines, what has JFM done since he gave him $45 million? What has he done? He's done nothing but like stupid penalties, stupid things like that, and we want to act like this is the best GM in the world. Bullshit. He hasn't made a good move, and we, we want to praise this guy because he made a trade with Seattle. What else he's made a bunch of trades. He's what, he what has, else has he shown what else has he shown for? He's Where picked guys off the scrap so heap. You know, John Franklin Myers. You know Look, I understand we 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 paid yeah. him and we haven't gotten the return on investment. But like this dude's picking dudes off the scrap heap. Quincy Williams was a nice little pickup. And you know what they're doing? And you Braxton doing Berrios. And they're losing football games. And they're losing. They football are. Games. They are. They got a backup Berrios quarterback in, Berrios? and they're on their fourth Berrios? string left tackle. Barrios was given the ball one time yesterday. One time. We're paying no, like no, $6 million dollars a year, and he was given the ball one time. So, yeah, this goes back to coaching. By the way, he's the guy that hired Salah. So we have sure. to think of this whole thing. I'm on Woody Johnson. I'm hitting the reset button. You said this the thing about stability. You think mm-hmm. the Giants are upset they got rid of Joe Judge? I think they're very happy they got rid of Joe Judge. Two years ago, you, you keep hiring till you find the right guy. This stability you know who I wanted? Garbage. You know who I wanted that last hiring garbage. cycle? Do you remember who I wanted last hiring cycle? I don't. Who who do you want? Brian Dable. And I wanted Kafka okay. as OC. That <laughs> you could go back okay. and look at the tape. It was Kafka. Or maybe I had Kafka as quarterback's coach. I might have had Kafka as quarterback's coach. I had Joe Brady in there as OC. I wanted Dable. Hundred percent. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm I'm excited for Salah. I think Salah could turn it around. I really do. But man, it has been rough starting. Thank you so much for the call, brother. You get ejected. That's it. You're out of here. Game. That was fun. I like getting agitated. <laughs> that was a good call. Call from James. James, what's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Ryan, this is all your fault, man. <laughs> what's that for? Come on, fire away. I got away from watching football, Ryan. I got away from it. Yes, <laughs> sucked so bad. <laughs> Ryan sucked. I had no interest in it. Last off season, for some reason, I happened to come across one of your videos. I'm sorry I did that to you. Dude, I was so excited. Do you think I want to sit here and make videos about this shitty fucking team? (laughs) Kills me. I was out. They were so bad for so long. I was out. And I found you... And then I watched some as then I watch uh who's the other one? There's one other guy I You got O'Leary, oh, you got crazy. Green Bean. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I made a mistake. The draft was coming and they had the two picks and they wound up getting four first rounders if you count free four. And mm-hmm. all these players look great. The draft looked awesome. I love Joe Day. They put it all on the field and they freaking suck. Uh, that game I watched yesterday was awful. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see another 14 games of that. That's what I'm concerned about. I, I literally want, like, the little jet emoji in the bottom of the corner that says, oh, the Jets are kind of in the hunt in the beginning of December. Like, that's all, 
all I want, and we're not getting like remotely close to that. Like you couldn't even watch Red Zone. You wouldn't even see the Jets on Red Zone if you flipped Red Zone on. What we saw yesterday was awful. They've had two minutes of good football this whole season. And, mm-hmm. and my issue, Ryan, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to get any better. I don't know that this wide nine works. Mm-hmm. You know, it worked with the, with the uh, 49ers, but I don't know if we have the talent for this because our defensive ends are coming from further away, and they don't seem to have the speed to get to the quarterback. I know they could rush, but they're not getting to the quarterback. Yeah, I, that's... Now... I was making excuses the first two games, right? You have Lamar Jackson, who you're trying to contain. You're not necessarily pinning your ears back. Then you have the Browns, who have the best rushing attack in the NFL. Now you go into the Bengals game, a banged-up offensive line, an offensive line that's allowed 13 sacks in two games, and a statue of a quarterback in Joe Burrow, and we still couldn't get there. <laughs> I've got, I'm out of excuses. That I thought it made sense. I want it to make sense. I don't sense. know how much of a statue Joe Burrow is. I've seen him moving around a lot. I mean, he, I would I would say he's as much play. of a statue as you're going to get for a quarterback coming into the league at this point. Like, he's not a statue in the sense of like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, but he, I would say he's as close as you could get to being a statue. Well, I got I, I got one other thing. Let me ask you a question. Sure, shoot. No if Ulbricht is the problem or the system is the problem. Mm-hmm. But I know this. If you went out tomorrow and you brought Rex Ryan in as the D coordinator and let him run the defense his way, I truly believe, and I would like your opinion on, they would be a much better defense. Uh, dude, I don't know. I, I love me some Rex for those years, but we had some piss-poor defenses under him towards the tail end of his career. I... Don't know if Ulbrich's the answer. I haven't liked what we've seen out of him the last two years. Last year, look, didn't have the horses in the stable. This year, they're actually not, like, that bad. It's it's frustrating, but I think it's more so the players not executing than it is being in a bad position aside from, like, the rotational side of things because I think we're top – I think we're number 18 in defense right now, like, even with, like, the shit show that was yesterday. So, like, I, yeah, it's, it's a step up from 32 for sure. I think our corners have gotten better. But, like, where is the rest of the team? This whole defensive line, they should be feasting right now, and it's just not happening. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You bet. From the cockpit. Who we got? Call from. Charles Gorman. What's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. How are you, buddy? Dude, I'm trying to hang in there. I'm so done with this friggin' team. <laughs> These give me heartburn. Anyway, look, I know a lot of Jeff fans are probably going to hate me for saying this, but mm-hmm. I like Robert Sala, the person. I like his attitude and work ethic, but his execution is terrible. I mean, mm. this coaching staff, last year we gave them an excuse that we had a lot of injuries and we didn't have mm-hmm. the talent. Now we don't have as much injuries and we have the talent, mm-hmm. and we're not getting it done still, so something is wrong here. Yeah, I'm curious to see what happens. Like, when does that trigger get pulled? Like, if the defense is still, like, having mental mistakes, having some breakdowns, I don't think they fire Ulbrich, but I do think Salah takes over control of play calling, and then at the end of the year, they may have Ulbrich be, like, the sacrificial lamb. That's true, but the thing is, is that um, Ulbrich has done a terrible job calling the defense. I mean, yes, Last year he didn't have the talent, but he still. But the defensive calls he made were mm-hmm. atrocious. Plus, this defensive line—we have the highest-paid defensive front in football, 
and mm-hmm. we can't get to the quarterback. I mean, something is wrong here. Yeah, we're wait, we're burning money on the wrong types of players or the wrong type of system. It's so frustrating. Quentin Williams is well, right I'm to get mad. Sit there and give up on Carl Lawson just yet. I mean, last year he was out with a really bad Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. This year, I think he's still trying to find out where he is in terms of his durability and stuff. I like what I see from Jermaine Johnson. Quinton mm-hmm. Williams has been pretty good. Um, I like what I see from Solomon Thomas. Mm-hmm. Even though he has yet to get a sack. Um, and the, to me, the best thing about our defense has been our linebackers in our corners. I mean, our corners have been tremendous this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sauce has been – I've, I've been really happy watching Sauce and Reed. And even Carter. Like, I think all of them have done well. The safeties, which we said before, they were going to hurt us. The linebackers just really can't coverage. We were getting burned by screen passes and, and you know, running backs running up the up the field on us. I <sighs> – I don't know. It feels like the center of our defense, which should be a strength, is starting with the defensive line up front, just has not been that. And we haven't had the opportunity to allow Reed and Sauce to get those interceptions and to kind of play those ball hawk roles because we're not getting into pass rush situations. And when we do, we're not getting there. I feel you, man. I think we're going to – I know a lot of Jeff probably hate me for saying this, but I think we're going to get crushed by the Steelers. Oh, I, I hope Mike not. Mike Tom is a very good coach. He is. He's one of the best in football. And you know I've what? I've been a huge fan of him for quite some time. I mean, you have this asshole YouTuber by the name of El Presidor who's like, oh, Mike Tomlin, you suck. I'm like, dude. Oh, dude, I'd take Mike Tomlin in a heartbeat. That guy had Ladanian, or he had uh, Le'Veon Bell and he had Antonio Brown on the same team and he kept it under wraps. Like, these dudes, like, until there was, I, I believe Brown was there until he shot the video in the locker room. Once he did that, then I think his ass was out. But like he kept everyone like kind of in check. Those were a lot of big personalities, and he was able to keep Plus, them. He also has the in Menden, Boom. Get out of here. Ejected from the cockpit. Everaldo says one uh the one Jets positive is a win in September. Thank you, Everaldo. Glass half full kind of guy. We need more of them. From Talking Jets with Tigo. Yo, Tigo, what's up, dude? What is going on? How are you doing? Ah, dude, I'm frustrated. I was so high last week, and now I'm, like, so not. (laughs) How are you feeling? Let me come in and try to be the voice of positivity and optimism Mm -hmm. as I try to be on my YouTube channel. Absolutely. It's hard after a game like what we just saw, right? But... I'm not coming up with excuses. I'll say I disagree with what you were saying. I think Ulbrich doesn't make it past the bye week. I mm-hmm. think you got to fire Ulbrich. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest problem that we're seeing with this team is I, I, I don't even think the defensive line is really the, the issue. Mm-hmm. People really like to focus on the sack number, right? Are we getting sacks? Are we getting sacks? Are we getting sacks? But I, I think the more important stat is pressure. Are we getting pressures? Are we getting to the quarterback and forcing them to make uncomfortable throws? And we are. We're creating a lot of pressure. It's just like when you face two uh, two of the three weeks when you're facing a quarterback that's extremely slippery. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is insanely slippery. Lamar Jackson is the slipperiest person on the planet when it comes to coming out of the backfield and being a quarterback. I think it's hard to get sex. I'm not coming up with excuses. When you surround mm-hmm. a guy and there's four guys on top of him, there's no excuse for him to get out. But if he does, it's one of the reasons we're so excited for Zach to come back is because he's slippery. Mm-hmm. We've seen, how many times have we seen Zach get surrounded by defensive linemen 
and then he's out and free and running right, and now we don't know if he's going to throw it or if he's going to tuck it and run or whatever he's going to do. Like, we like quarterbacks that do that. So I'm not necessarily worried about the defensive line. But Tigo, I think the real problem 13 that, sacks in two games. What the hell do we do I wrong? <laughs> what the it. hell are I'm we doing saying, wrong, dude? I'm not coming. Like I said, they need to get home. They, they do need to do that. But it's also hard when we're giving them the middle of the field. When the mm-hmm. linebackers can't cover and the safeties aren't doing, aren't doing things that you learn in Pop Warner. Jordan mm-hmm. Whitehead, two games out of three, is giving up touchdowns because the five foot ten guy is deciding that he's just going to throw a shoulder into six four people. Mm-hmm. Not you're not going to wrap up, dude. You learn that in Pop Warner. Dude, that had when we're me. We're giving up the middle of the field. It's, I'm I, I screamed. I screamed. I woke up the baby. He was napping. I woke him up. Dude, one play in preseason where Whitehead launched his body at an Eagles wide receiver and he got in and scored a touchdown. Like, dude, at that moment on, I was like, wrap the fuck up. Like, (laughs) come on. This is absolutely ridiculous. There's no reason you can't wrap your guy up. You learn this all the time. He's the second guy there. At least, like, stop him. Then they're at least, you know, what are they, at the 45-yard line then? Friggin' touchdown. Get the hell out of here. Pissing me off. It, it's crazy, man. It, it's crazy, but I do think that the biggest problem right now is like... Boom! I wanted to hear what the biggest problem was, but I, I felt like it was just too perfect of a, of a point to chop him off. Ah, Tigo. Love you, brother. Uh, MC Lean says, McCagnon's record, 24 and 40, Douglas 14 and 38. When do we panic? That is very uh, deceiving because Mac's first year was the year with Fitz and Ivory and Revis and Cromartie and, you know, that whole Bren Marshall, Decker. Like, that was a loaded team of veteran players that don't need to, like, didn't need to learn. And they had, like, diminishing talent after that. We started at the bottom. Like, like we should have been the worst team the year Salah took over. And we've slowly started to creep up. Not as fast as we would have liked it. Um, but look, I know people are going to be a little sour on Douglas. I'm not. I've seen a lot of bad GMs. I don't believe Douglas is a bad GM. I really don't. Does it suck that that Becton is is a flop of a player? Sure. Absolutely. We went for the home run. 11th overall pick, went for the home run. You go back and look at the, the tape. We were calling on draft night. We wanted Werfs. We thought Werfs was the safer player. Becton was the more boom player. And for the first year, we had what was going to be the best tackle in the league. And this dude couldn't stay healthy. He didn't have health problems before that. He had a nutritionist, so they knew the weight thing was going to be an issue. But he didn't have issues prior to that. As far as his play, as far as his health. Really interesting to see what's going on. I like Joe Douglas's trades. I like two of his three drafts so far. You know, I don't know. I would I would be irritated if they were to try and move on from Douglas. I think you got to let him ride it out. Just keep letting him build up the roster. I think we have talent here. From Fabian. Hey, what's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Right, my man, what's going on? Ah, uh, trying uh, to remain positive. <laughs> first of all, yo, you've become so popular. I think Corona's got to start paying you, bro. 
Ah, dude, see, that's what I got. I I got to get a a sponsorship for the beer I'm drinking. Go for it. (laughs) Yeah, man. Um, uh, The negative. Um, The the head coaching. I know they would run through a wall for him, but I'd just rather them play smart football for him. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's the the JFM penalty at the beginning, the Corey Davis toward the end that we kind of didn't see, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the negative. The coaching. I like LaFleur. The coaching mm-hmm. on the defensive side, something's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But um, the positive, man, I'm telling you, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner, oh, my God, man. There's an upside here. If, if Zach could be a top 10, 12 mm-hmm. quarterback in the league, mm-hmm. we could go places. Not necessarily this year because the offensive line needs a little bit of work, but it, it, I, I feel it. I And I've been – I split the difference between you and Green Bean. I'm 42, so I've been just been long enough. But I, I think we're almost there. It's just the talent is there, man. That offense, the skill mm-hmm. positions, there's a ton of talent there. And Dude, the skill positions, need- that's why like I'm kind of like good. Like, run it back. You know, see what you have in Zach this year, 100%. If he doesn't wow you and make you think, okay, that's our franchise quarterback, bring in competition next year. Totally good with that. Because then you add another draft of adding talent. And then if Zach can't compete at that point, or if the the veteran isn't pushing him hard enough, now your roster is loaded to the point where like, hey, you get a disgruntled quarterback that comes up, some team doesn't want to pay their franchise guy. Who knows? Maybe in a few years we're talking about uh, Burrow being on the Jets because the Cincinnati Bengals are too cheap to pay their quarterback. Who knows? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And and I mean, listen, hopefully it is Zach. And I think... I mean, I can't – listen, Flacco is what he is. He's a statue. Mm -hmm. And like the previous caller said, you know, with Zach, he's a little slippery. Mm -hmm. He's going to create more offense, even though the offense line is bad. I just – he just needs to stay upright for the 14 games. And I think Mm -hmm. by the end of the year, we're going to have a sense where that compass is facing. Yeah. With the talent he has, even with the offensive line being the way it is, without those skill position guys, Mm -hmm. it's – I mean, Michael Carter, too, man. I'm like, I don't remember having these guys. You know, like the 2015, yeah, but they were all aging, and it's Mm -hmm. not the same. Or I say 2016, uh, whatever. No, you're right. uh, This is the best set of skill position players across the board that I have ever seen while watching the Jets. Like, the closest thing to me, it might be that 2015 year with Decker, Marshall, Ivory. um, But, I mean, I would probably go back to, like, Coles, Moss, you know, that kind of era, that, that's probably the last time. I mean, maybe you say like Ladanian Tomlinson, Holmes, Edwards, like that was a really good year with Keller and they had a lot of like potential, but this is like, like these guys are good. Like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, they're good. Michael Carr, he's good. Elijah Moore, he's good. Like solid tight ends. I just don't know what's falling apart here. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Boom. That's it. You're out of here. Chicken. That was a good call. Good friggin' call. We'll see. Maybe I'll go a little bit longer. Said I was going to go till nine. We'll see. Go a little bit longer. Yeah, I want to see top 15 quarterback bit. Right? If we get half, top half of the league, I think that's a win. From Sam. Hey, what's up, Sam? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, Ryan. Uh, no, it's, it, was a, it was a rough one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's, like, it's uh, tough to watch. Like it's, it's... Oh, go ahead. 
No, it's dude, it's tough to watch. I, I want to be so emotionally invested into this team. And like the second we have this amazing high, we have a crushing low the following week. Yeah, I went in cautiously optimistic. I'm like, you want to, I'm not going to get myself too invested in this. I'm going to just, you know, sit, I'm going to watch. And then after watching them cough mm-hmm. up, what was it, like four third and longs, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a very, very long game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that first drive, it just, it, I just knew it was going to be one of those games. They were saying something like, I think it was seven of ten touchdowns that were scored this year have been on third down. I think that was the stat I yeah. saw. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, after the game was over, I was like, uh, the Bills uh, offensive coordinator was in the, the press box throwing a little temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's it, just, it was, it's not good. <laughs> not, not good. I, I do got to say, though. Well, Marcus yeah. Joyner made a very good play yesterday, so I have to I have to commend him for that. I know he's been hard on him, but made a very good pass breakup. I think it was in the second quarter or late in the first, Ooh. where he came over one of the receivers was deep, wide open. He just mm. comes out of nowhere and knocks it away. So I got I got to give him credit for that. All right, you know I get look. Maybe I'm a little harsh. I just I feel like Joyner's <laughs> just like the upside to Davis. I like yeah. for the way we're getting burned. I'd rather see Davis than this. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, looking what our strength of the team should be. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be our, like our corners should have been, you know, good, but it should have been our defensive line. Our linebackers should have been, you know, average. Mm-hmm. And then our safety should have been at least competent to play anything. But mm-hmm. if you're looking at it, it's the only players that seem to be stepping up and taking charge are the rookies. Mm-hmm. Like sauce is the heart and soul of this defense. Mm-hmm. And he's played what three games for us minus the preseason oh yeah i and look at him and i look at garrett wilson like these two guys are dogs they don't realize that they're jets and that you're supposed to be bad or anything like the, like this rookie class and even last year's rookie class like, these guys are good like that's what's so frustrating about this whole thing yeah yeah just even watching sauce being the heart and soul of the defense i'm like there's guys that have been here for four or five years and it's just like uh shouldn't you guys be the heart and soul and let sauce kind of you know and do his thing yeah dude i thought quinn was going to be like our top dog and it like i like seeing the fire and i think he is he's our number two first or second best player on this defense i think it's him yeah. or sauce right now he, he'll he'll get he only get better this year that's mm-hmm. he's gonna get he's got that fire lit under him he's gonna you know prove some people wrong next week i think i really hope so i want to see it brother I thank you so much for the call you're out of here from the cockpit James Bernard says, we have wide receivers that are Coles, Santana, Moss, and Krabet. That's probably the last wide receiver group that I really felt like, wow, that's good. And Krabet was never seen, I don't think, as like, I, I think a lot of teams would take Corey Davis or Elijah Moore or Garrett Wilson. I don't know if Krabet was ever said in that same light. I mean, I loved him. Um but yeah, that, that's probably the last wide receiver core that I would compare to like how good this. Team uh, Ricky is. from Flappers. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hey, thanks for having me once again. Hell yeah, hey, man! I think Garrett Wilson is one of the toughest, and he's going to be the best. Dude, one of the I, best wide receivers. I hope so. He like, is tough to catch in a friggin' phone booth. This kid is so shifty. Through broken ribs, or, or at least mm-hmm. bruised ribs, getting hit over the middle, 
holds mm-hmm. on to the ball, which I kind of thought was questionable a little bit because mm-hmm. he, he went to the ground and wasn't, but, mm-hmm. but man, this, this, this kid, and, you know, Bryce Hall, man, on that drop, he with oh, his Bryce with the, 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 like you're, you're talking about the third down where he kind of like turned behind him and like, yeah, it, uh, it, it was, a, if it, if it, I, I'm, but I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that Zach with his, cause he's kind of like all or nothing when he goes to velocity. Yep. I'm not sure that he could just loop that over mm-hmm. and get that either. And but I'm so pumped up for Zach to come back. Dude, I can't wait for week. Zach to come back, but I am just as nervous as you are. Like that's the thing. Like I still don't know about Zach. Like if I felt like he was really like slinging the rock well last year, I'd feel good. I mean, towards the end of the year, we got to see like yes, some positive things with no health, like no healthy players. It was just him and Barrios. But like, yeah, I'm nervous. Even with him coming, I, I'm not gonna lie, and and you know what, Corey Davis, not only, you know, actually only he he's pretty much disappearing, dude. Mm-hmm. Like when Garrett Wilson was off the field, Elijah Moore, I'm not sure if they're not running the right routes for him, but mm-hmm. throwing up fifty fifties to a five ten guy when mm-hmm. you have Corey Davis, and I, I would rather do those. I have I have a conspiracy theory. So sorry to go back off. No, that. let's go. I, I, let's go. You got a minute. I know you're gonna kick me out of the cockpit. <laughs> go um, for it. I'm gonna fly out with a chicken any moment. So <laughs> deal with that. I, I, I have a Foster's here, as a matter of fact, Australian for beer. So, <laughs> but what I, I I have a conspiracy theory, which I don't think is that much conspiracy. Okay. I think that since they knew the meniscus tear was there. Mm-hmm. I've actually blown out my knees quite a few times uh, playing basketball and um, just doing dumb things over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, weak knees, whatever. And so I, I understand I had meniscus uh, cleanups, orthoscopics and everything. But I have a feeling that all of that creative stuff that you saw Mike LaFleur mm-hmm. doing last year, mm-hmm. they have bottled that up waiting for this week where they can do maybe even something like a little RPO or something, because Zach is a completely different dynamic quarterback. They could do, there's so many more options that they could do to, to deke him one way, boom, hit him the other way. And then, you know, maybe then just throw on the hot, the hot route, you know, like there's just so many options compared to what Flacco has to offer. I think maybe they were just hiding it and let's go, baby. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I hope, I hope you're right. I really do. They're hiding the offense. From? Mark from Asbury Park. Mark, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Wow. Yeah. So I, I usually call you and I always say, I'm up and down the coast, 973 to the 732, but I'm sitting here. With a hangover, not literally. Uh, I just, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a baseball fan too, and I understand the importance of up the middle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, catcher, shortstop, second base, center field. What the hell is going on with the secondary? And oh my god, and the center. And I've seen glaciers move faster than Joe Flacco. Ah. <sighs> 
I know. I just, I want to see some mobility. And I know Mike White is not like the most mobile dude, but like, I would rather see Mike White than Flacco at this point. Like, give me some kind of hope. And I don't know if they're maybe just not doing it because they're afraid of like the Jet fans just loving the backup quarterback. But dude, I'm done seeing Joe Flacco play. Now, um, I went to culinary school. I'm a chef. Mm -hmm. So uh, a buddy of mine who lives in Connecticut is a huge Patriots fan. And literally on the last, I guess it was, I think it was the last play of the game. Mac Jones mm -hmm. got the uh, high ankle sprain. Yep. And um, there's a lot of teams that are one and two, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, there are. We had an, yeah, we had an opportunity to kind of like bump it a bit and uh, just give me something. Give me something to be positive about, bro. Dude, I'm hoping the Steelers game is that. Like, that's when we looked at this schedule a month ago, two months ago, whatever it was, we kind of penciled in, okay, the Browns might be a win. Now, not in the fashion we saw it. And then we looked at the Steelers, like, okay, that one might be a win. I think if you had told us two and two, possibly after week four, I think most of us would take that. I think it's just the fashion in which we're losing is what's driving us a little bonkers. But but uh, the bizarre juxtaposition is that that win that we had mm -hmm. that was that was improbable. Mm -hmm. That we didn't we didn't blow them out. No we no, we were one Nick Chubb run and falling on the one away from being zero and three. Uh, yes, yes. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna finish my vodka and. and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take off tomorrow i love calling in you're the best uh talk to you later dude i love it brother thank you so much for calling in you've been ejected you're out from of here. the cockpit all right all right i like seeing what you guys got for me let's see boogie down bronx dropping in what's up dude uh, he says, it's really unbelievable how much better the Giants look than the Jets right now. Coaching really matters. This Jet coach needs to get this right. Yeah, dude. I, the Giants, I feel like, have some veteran uh, talent or some veteran experience on their team. But Dable has the guys fired up. I really, really like Dable. And what's frustrating for me is that you're seeing teams like the Jaguars, like the Lions, like the, the Texans that are all playing tough. And the Jets, I think, have a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent on this team. And it doesn't feel like we're living up to expectation, even with a backup quarterback, even with your third or fourth string left tackle or whatever the hell we're on right now. I know there's a lot of issues. And I really hope it gets a lot better when Zach gets back. Because if Zach gets back and he starts stinking up the joint, oh man, is New York going to start getting fired up. We're getting fired up over a backup quarterback. Losing to a Super Bowl uh, runner-up. It's the kind of fan base we are. We expect excellence. Captain Savage. What's up, Savage? Welcome to the cockpit. Oh, Ryan, man, this one hurts, bro. This Dude, hurts. tell me about I mean, it. I mean, that up and down roller coaster from last week to this week, it, it's like night and day, bro. 
and it hurts so much, man. And, you know, this game was lost in the trenches, Ryan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know that. I know that. You mm-hmm. know, this team gave up 13 sacks the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. We dump all this money into the D-line, and we can't get nothing. Not, not, not like, Brutal. you know. I mean, <laughs> it's disgusting, man. It's like, you know. Clemens, I like him. John, you know Franklin. You know Franklin Myers. Mm-hmm. Stupid play. Oh, stupid d- penalty. Throw me up a like, wall. You know you that you would expect that from a rookie. You know the rookies look more poised than than the goddamn vets out there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, the it's true. Tackle. I trust Garrett Wilson. I trust Sauce. Like the like these younger players, Elijah Moore. I feel like these last two draft classes can be the core of everything moving forward, but it's like stupid mental errors things that i feel like should be getting coached out of players absolutely and coaching is responsible too because mm-hmm. when when players making dumb decisions and bonehead penalties that's on coaching man and mm-hmm. that's discipline and making it your team aware like yo nothing stupid stick to the script mm-hmm. let's take care of business you know but but our guy man 17 man mr special you know He's so good. Like that and come back in the game, you know. He knew the team was down. I think he really wanted to get back in there, try to make something happen, you know. But dude, kid's tough as nails. Stones. Huh? Kid is tough as nails. Yes, he is absolutely. And that was a mean hit too, mm-hmm. a brutal hit. But you know, this O line mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's gonna get any better anytime soon. And with Blitzburg, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope they don't get this kid killed, man. You know, do you think, what do you think they should have held him out to the following game or? Have they announced that he's actually going to start? I I heard they haven't made a a doctor's cleared call on him yet. So I I don't think we're going to see, I hope we see Zach this week, but like, I don't know if it's going to happen. And I wonder if there's anyone in like Zach's ear that's like, dude, don't risk injury like this. Like if you go down, like your career earnings are screwed. I don't know. Well, it scares well, me. That's when the coaching front office got to come into play. Look at yeah. the Tua situation. You know, we got to protect these players against themselves and, and sometimes against the coaches too, man, because, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to coaching, it's about winning games. And when it comes to players, it's, they just want to play and show what they can do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we got to, you know. I love it. That's it. You're out of here. MC Lean says, we have Revis, I mean Sauce, and we're playing zone. Yeah, that that drives me bonkers. Like, from what Reed said, it seems like it's like, oh, the players and the coaches need to get together. Like, that's not a good soundbite. When you have the players saying the coaches and them have to get together, that tells me the players aren't buying in. Quinton Williams blowing up on the sideline. He's not really buying in. He understands you need your best players to be on the field. You need to put them in a position to win. Sauce Gardner, he's an elite cover corner. Put him on the best player on the other team. Simplify it. You're on that guy. Make it the easiest decision you can make. Then you don't have to worry about these weird, oh, am I playing zone? Am I playing man? Am I trying to run up here? I think you have to simplify it. I really do. Kind of sucks, but sometimes you should play towards your player's strengths. Mike Holden, 
What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Yeah, this is Mike Holiday. How you doing? Ah, having an all right night. I just get frustrated with people. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically well, the coaching staff and like... I tell you, it could be worse. We could have the quarterback like Tom Brady last night or Josh Allen that screwed the game up in the last seconds. Or we could have the coach who was the Denver Broncos coach that made mm -hmm. the bad call. So I don't think we're all that bad. We just got to relax like Aaron Rodgers says. Uh, dude, if we could get into a position where we lose a game on a two-point conversion delay a game, like that would – oh, that beats me up. Like that is so very un-Brady-esque. But just to be on that level and be in that position would at least feel better than getting blown out by the damn Bengals and not getting any sacks. Oh, God. It, like I – I don't want to lose close games, but I want to be in games. I want to make it close. Like yesterday, that was not close. We got smacked around. I agree. We did, but uh, we didn't have our starting quarterback, and mm -hmm. I think they'll play a lot better when he gets back. I really do, and uh, I think we just got to be patient. Even the wins we might get might be uh, nail biters, I think. Yeah, and look, I'm okay with not performing well at like quarterback. Like that like that's sort of the solace that I'm I'm sort of taking in all this. It's like, okay, Flacco plays poorly. He's not gonna be here long term. Okay, uh George Fant plays poorly. He's probably not getting re-signed this year. Uh Joyner plays poorly, he's gone after this year. Like there like there is some little bits of like, okay, well, the young players are playing well. So like that makes me feel good. Zach comes back, he starts playing well. We forget all this. It's okay. Like, I'm okay with veterans not playing well. But, like, I feel like you got to put your guys in a position to win. And I saw, you know, our last commenter was saying, hey, Sauce is, like, the dude. Get this guy cover, like, the best guy on the other team. I think Sauce and also Garrett Wilson. I think they're both great. I think uh, they'll improve the team. And I think when Zach gets back, you'll see it come along the way it should. I really hope so. I hope Zach is watching closely enough where it's like, okay, Garrett Wilson is getting open. Like confidence wise, if you know that player is going to be open and you know where he is supposed to be at a given play, then you can throw it to a spot and you know Garrett Wilson's going to be there. It's almost like what happened with Amari Cooper. Like Amari Cooper week one getting wide open and Jacoby Prezet only threw it to him like I think four times. They saw that in uh, in the game tape heading up to the Jet game and they're like, hey, I'm just going to throw the ball to you more. And then that's what happened. So hopefully we see that with Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You've You're been out of here! From the cockpit. Call from... Joe. To accept, press... Joe, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. No. How you doing, brother? Ah, yeah, dude, man. I'm trying to hang in there. Me too. Me too. And I think... I might sound crazy, but I kind of think it's got to be like a curse or something. The coaching is just terrible, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It it makes no sense. I think personnel-wise, we did everything we were supposed to do, and that's impressive, impressive being that it's the Jets, and I don't think we've seen that since Parcells. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, look, I... With, I, with, with the other guys. It wasn't, uh, what was... I feel like the mental mistakes, John Franklin Myers, that hit 
that was crushing. That that play combined with the white head like hit but non tackle, backbreaking. I don't really have a problem with the white head hit. Oh, really dude, it drives me nuts. You're the only safety I'll, back there. Like, I'll if you have safety help and a corner does it, like, that's one thing. Yeah, but, I mean, these defenders can't really do much anymore. Like, I understand wrap-up, but mm-hmm. he kind of wanted to pop the ball loose. So sure. So it was a crucial moment. If the ball – if it, it would have been fourth down, Jets get the ball back. If they mm-hmm. get – if that is a catch, the momentum continues to go. So they were trying to get the ball. Yeah, I get it. But, like, your defense was playing, like, all right. And to, like, give up that play right there, uh, I don't know. It just, I I can't, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I just, I just want to go back to I, fundamentals. Like, make the tackle. It's Come on. <laughs> Live the fight another day. It really is. I'm excited to see the Zach back, though, because if he has the right opportunity with the coaching, I believe he has the talent. And... He, I don't know. Dude, I, I believe he's got the Something talent too. I think he's got the wheels. I think he's got the 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 arm strength. I think he's got the mobility. I think he's got the mindset. The whole uh, you know, can he put touch on the ball? I think that's gonna be a factor that you see. You saw Garrett Wilson sort of mention it a right. little bit earlier in training right. camp and like that's but a little concerning. Is that crucial? I think it's more can he be a leader of men? Yeah. And that's always what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. All great quarterbacks are leaders of men, and that's my, what you have to do. And so my concern with Zach out, is, is he going to be able to be that? I think he can lead a young team, but can he command the respect of veterans? Like you, last year when you saw him get whacked a few times, like the offensive linemen weren't helping him up. And that yeah. was – I had a yeah. bone to pick with that. Patriots but that's game. There was a lot yeah. of dirty stuff. And that could be a reflection on Zach. Like, they might be... That's why I think, like, the injury history thing is a little messed up. Mm -hmm. I mean, he got his knee taken out. Yeah, no, 100%. He said nothing. Yeah, it's bullshit. That was a bad, dirty hit. I didn't like it. Brother, thank you so much for the call. Been ejected from the cockpit. Call from... Marcel. What's good, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Hello, how you doing? Ah, dude, I'm hanging in there. I'm just trying to remain positive on a day that is hard to remain positive. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry about the background. Yeah, no, it's all um, good. I'm, I'm just calling about the Jets and everything. I, I, I just looked at the, um, the press conference of, of Robert Sala, and uh, I saw him talking and stuff like that. But it seems like, it's the same scenario over and over again. It feels like this. This I told people at work at my job. I think it's like, like a dumb bug flying around the organization because it's like the same process. Uh, we gotta we gotta get this going, and you got 32 teams in the league. That's you know that's good. But you're 32. You're the 32 team. Yeah. It's like when is when is y'all going to wake up? And I uh, I, I I send a text to the other guy. Um, on a on a chat, I forgot the other guy, the guy from Texas. Uh, he was sending the Jets man. I can't remember his name. And mm. it was before the Cleveland Browns game. It's like Garrett Wilson. Um, what's the remedies? What's the recipes? How about how about putting everybody on the field as much as you can? The people that you uh, uh put your money in. Uh, even yeah, hundred percent. Quinn and Williams. Uh, what about Carl Lawson? John Franklin Myers. They should be in eighty-five percent of the time. I don't want to see this fifty percent bullshit. 
Hey, here's the thing. I have friends that get on me, and they say, oh, yeah, your team lost to this and that. But I start to realize as being a Jets fan for a long time, um, and I think it was on Boomer and Esiason, uh, mm-hmm. these, are, these are certain quotes, quotes I hear. Mm-hmm. I hear uh, um, we need to bring our expectations down. I don't disagree with that now. Mm-hmm. We should bring our expectations down now. But I felt like when he said, I think it was Boomer, the other the, the cast member that's with him, mm-hmm. and I think um, – Joe Beningo was on the show, and uh, they said uh, we uh, we got over our heads. I that I disagree. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree that we got over our heads because the reason why I don't disagree we got over our heads because like I tell my friends and everything, I'm not expecting them to neglect the offense and put this piece in. They mm-hmm. find these two tight ends. I'm mm-hmm. expecting those tight ends to be on the field at the same time. I'm mm-hmm. expecting Garen Wilson to be on the field with those guys. I'm mm-hmm. expecting more and this and that. I sit home, I sit on the TV. I'm like, what is this going on? Yep. So I was misled. Mm-hmm. So our expectation needs to come down after mm-hmm. we being misled. So that's a fair we point. Get pumped up. Huh? That's a that's a fair point. Like, look, I I'll be honest. I think this is the most talented team that I've seen the Jets have in quite some time. I think there is a lot of potential here, and it's all about potential, right? Like, it's will Zach Wilson be the guy. If he can be the guy. Now, I expected a lot of running the ball and I expected a lot of tight ends. If you told me Joe Flacco was going to throw the ball 50 plus times like each game that we're in, I'd be like, "Get the hell out of town. There's no way that's going to happen." I was fooled. Wait, that is not wait, the expectation that I had. What why does this organization feel like they have to go against the grain? Mm-hmm. And I told somebody about the Garrett Wilson thing. This was mm-hmm. But this was before the Baltimore thing, after I saw him got neglect. I'm going to be mm. honest with you. I think they had a chance of being Baltimore if Guy Wilson would have more times. Yep. I, I told somebody this. Um, you know this Dallas Cowboys. I'm not a Dallas Cowboys fan. I got family that got Dallas Cowboys. You know one thing I I, 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 I will understand about Dallas Cowboys? Mm-hmm. If Dallas Cowboys would have drafted Garrett Wilson, I don't care what X and O's he don't know, that man would have been on that field. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that right now. Hundred percent, probably number one, the number one target, and then they got this guy at number four. I don't care, you know the X and O's. You draft him at number ten. You're not in a position. You're you're not a, a a Bill Belichick organization when you're built to know how to win without stars. You you can't even win with stars. Yeah, dude, like, I, don't I don't disagree. I'm frustrated, <laughs> but you've been ejected from the cockpit. He's fed up. A lot of you guys are fed up. Completely agree. Completely agree. Boys and girls, we got about a half hour left in the call-in show. You can call in. You get three minutes to plead your case. After three minutes, you get ejected. What's up, brother? Welcome to the cockpit. Uh. Oh, it's Vinny. <laughs> I didn't hear the name come through, but I know that. Ugh. <laughs> Anywhere. I am frustrated. Oh my god, it's like the shit show. I mean, like, after the emotion, after all the effort you put in on Cleveland to lay that egg. Ugh, that's exactly what it was, too. We didn't even, we weren't even competitive. The only positive I can think of from this game is, one, we don't have to see Joe Flacco anymore, and two, the defense actually remembered to fall on a football when they force a fumble. Yeah. Look, the Jets had some opportunities, and they just did nothing with it. They... Four Absolutely. field goals. You, you, Four field goals. Like, where was that fumble? That was in it was in Bengals territory. That's all I remember. 
and all you get out of it is a field goal. Yep. Yeah, that it's sucked. Like opportunities. Joe, like you let Joe Burrow move around like he's nothing. Like it's. Like yeah, you'd think Joe Burrow was Lamar Jackson. The guy couldn't get sacked. <laughs> it's like, what? What are we doing? Like all this assets invested into this defensive line, and you still can't get anything. Just, just stop with this rotation. It, it's not working. Look, when you play, play your stars when they start to get a little worn out. Then do your rotation shit. Yeah, 100%. Until these guys tap themselves out, let them gun for the quarterback. Three quarters. Play your starters for three quarters. Then third fourth quarter, you can start bringing in your rotational stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, look, don't get me wrong. Fourth quarter, I want to see our top guys on the field. If you got to let them get a little bit of like air in the third quarter to be ready for the fourth quarter, like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with resting a little bit. But not early on in the game. Yeah, no, not either. And, and here's the thing is, the Jets have to win on sun, this Sunday. Because, like, I, I don't know if I remember I gave you the super chat that the Steelers are winless when T.J. Watt is injured. Oh, yeah. It's like, if you lose to them, like, a T.J. Watt-less team with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, it's just, please, I don't know what to say anymore. It's, it's yeah. frustrating. It's like they're stubborn and frustrating. And the talent is here. The, like, Thing is, you can't argue. The talent is here. You have to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's frustrating, and it's like, and to see the Giants who have almost no talent, they're fighting every get, every snap. It's just infuriating. Look at the fire that Dayball has right now. Like Dayball just seems like he wants it. Like that's I don't know. He just there is a completely different aura around that team than there is around the Jets right now. Oh, absolutely. And I don't know what they're going to do to correct it. It's like, it just seems like there's stubbornness. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Like, get your best players on the field, adjust to the talent you have. There's no other excuse for it. Finny, thanks. That's it! You're out of here! You've been ejected from the cockpit. I'm probably play behind, but I'm watching Shepard throw his shoulder into Diggs. Diggs is on the ground. Nope, nope, he's up now. Giants making dumb plays. What do you think you are, the Jets? Come on. Ridiculous. Don't make dumb plays. <laughs> uh, I don't know, boys and girls. I get frustrated watching our team play. I get frustrated watching other teams play because I want our Jets to be able to be on the same level as some of these teams. Like, I don't think the Giants are a very good team. They got some good talent, but they seem far more competitive than anything the Jets have put out there this year. I don't know. I just don't understand how we can be so incompetent. We had a caller earlier tonight that said, there's a lot of parity in the league. There's a lot of players that are very similar in terms of uh, caliber of play. Lots of third round picks. Lots of guys that are, you know, not first rounders From in this league. Chris, Chris what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's up, man? I just saw your YouTube channel. Um, I just have a quick question. So my whole family is like huge Jets fans. Like I'm a huge Jets fan too. Mm -hmm. I'm 17, right? Okay. I've been watching them for about three seasons. Mm -hmm. And, like, 
I just want to know, like, when, like, what do you think needs to happen in order for, like, this team just to, like, compete at, like, the highest level? Because, Dude, play like, smart a- football. That, like, that's what drives me nuts. Like, the last three years, you've probably seen, like, the three worst years of Jets football. <laughs> like, you've seen the two years of Gaze yeah. plus this one. Like, I, I don't know, dude. It's it's rough because there's a lot of talent on this team right now. Some of the most ta- like this is the most talent I've seen on this team in, in quite some time. I'm 32 years old, so I've seen like probably the best chunk of football like cumulatively like from 98 to like 2011 was like arguably the best stretch of Jet football. Yeah. But like this team, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, uh, Berrios, I, Carter, Brees, like like, like this team is loaded with talent. But there's stupid mistakes. It's the left tackle getting blown up. It's us making stupid calls and not putting a tight end over on that side to help him out. It's the defense. John Franklin Myers launching his body at the quarterback when you don't have to do it, causing a first down. Whitehead not wrapping up. Like These are stupid, stupid penalties and stupid decisions that we should be rectifying. We should be able to play well. We should be able to compete with any team in the league right now. Like Yes, we have Flacco as a quarterback, but like... We are in games if we don't make these boneheaded decisions. Honestly, I feel like the Jets have at least the top 10 best wide receiver court. And, like, I'm, like, super – I was super optimistic. Like, I really, like, considered, like, the thought of, like, the Jets maybe sneaking into, like, a wild card mm-hmm. um, playoff spot. And, like, with Zach Wilson, I honestly think that if, if he plays next week that the Jets do have a decent chance. Like, I would even say that the Jets might even be um, – like half and like 50% chance to win the game. But yeah, it's just like, I think without TJ Watt and with like, a, with a Zach Wilson coming back, like that would be huge. Now I, I want to see Zach play well. Cause the, the, the drive and a half we got of him against the Eagles didn't make me feel warm and fuzzy and him missing like yeah. a month of play or a month and a half of play is, is definitely concerning. Um, but I worried. think, yeah, because dude, I, I think Zach, if Zach hits the potential he should hit, we should be at least a 500 team. Yeah, but like what happens if he's not good and like, and then and then Robert Sala is not a good coach? Then it's literally back to zero. It's back, it's back I don't, to... Like, I don't think you can pull the plug this year. I think if, if they're bad this year, I would go back to the well and I'd say, hey, Zach, we're bringing in quarterback competition. You are talented enough to beat Jimmy G or, or whoever the quarterback is that they bring in. Robert Sala, like, you got to show us something. Because if Zach's not the guy, we're bringing in the backup quarterback. We're bringing in, uh, you know, Jimmy G. And now you're going to have to win with him. You don't win with him, then we got some problems. 100%. Brother, thank you so much for the call. You have been ejected from the cockpit. Chicken. Love the chicken. Love the chicken. Uh, Boys and girls, we got 13, no, 23 minutes. 23 minutes left in the show. What are you guys talking about in the chat? Sitting here watching the Giant game. Dallas game. Not a whole lot. Oh, is this a kick? Holy smokes. Four seconds left. How far is this kick? Going to be nuts. Brett Maher. He's three for three on 60 plus yard kicks. Get the hell out of here. This kick's got to be 60 yards. Sorry, guys. I'll look at the phone calls, but I'm going to watch this right now. 59 yards. What a monster of a kick this is going to have to be. See, they try to ice him. No. 
Ooh, almost had it. From Joe. Joe, what's up, dude? Welcome back to the cockpit. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Dude, how are you feeling after yesterday's game? I'll tell you, man. I was kind of, uh, I don't know why. I was expecting it. <laughs> I had a feeling they were going to lose because the Bengals lost two games in a row and they're the AFC champs. But I got to be honest, I think they could have had a shot at that game. I think the coaching was off. That, that's my opinion. Yeah, and look. The play I, is some of the veterans messed up a little bit, but I think the coaching was off. Yeah, look, I'm not one to, like, jump on let's fire the coach. Coaching was bad yesterday, flat out bad. And not even necessarily the in-game coaching, but the preparation for the game itself. Like, guys being undisciplined, like, I'm sorry, that is on coaching. You have to be able to make your guys at least aware of what they should not be doing. Like, John Franklin Myers knows he can't hit the quarterback late. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Why are you hitting the dude late? Come on. Yeah, that was a game changer, man. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be honest, though, I wonder if Ulbrich is the man. You know, I don't like to judge a guy, you know, a sure. year and several games into the season, but I have to agree with you. I don't know if they had the right preparation for that game. Mm. The, the offensive coordinator, he didn't mix it up at all. Like last game, he was throwing all kinds of schemes. Mm -hmm. He had no tricks behind him this game. Yeah, the OC didn't feel like LaFleur didn't feel like he was on his game. And I don't know if that's a symptom of, you know, some penalties on the offensive side, Fant not playing well. Like the edge rush absolutely got to us this game where last week, like, yeah, you know, Clowney and Garrett, like they were, they were really good, but it felt like we can, I don't want to say we contained them better, but it just didn't feel like the creativity was there. And I don't know if maybe they saw something that Flacco just wasn't, prepared for but i i defensively that's the area area for me that that's frustrating we put so much money into this defensive line mm -hmm. to have an opportunity to get a lot of sacks like if you had told me like over under one and a half sacks for lawson i'm gonna take the over and i would have lost yeah. money would have lost money on that i'll be honest the only one doing anything on the line is uh williams yeah Ryan williams yeah absolutely you know, nobody else, nobody else is doing nothing we got no pass rush at all yeah. I don't know if they're playing Jermaine Johnson that much. I don't know what's going on. I mean, we haven't had a pass rusher since John Abraham. I mean, yeah. this is ridiculous. Seriously. We need to disrupt it. they got to do something. Yeah, and then when they try to send the house, you don't have guys that are smart enough to, to just tackle the guy. You, you, it's the one dude yeah. back there in Whitehead, and he lets the dude run for a touchdown. Well, you know what? I don't know what to say. I mean, I really thought Carl Lawson was going to be a beast. He hasn't did much this year. No, especially when you see the, the Bengals, they let him walk and they sign Hendrickson. Hendrickson is everything the Jets wanted Lawson to be. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call, brother. You've been ejected from the cockpit. That three-minute timer goes fast. Catches me off guard. Boys and girls, we got 19 minutes left in the call-in show. My internet, I should say it. I said my internet's holding strong, but <laughs> as soon as I say that, I'm going to be booted off. If any of you guys work for Optimum Online, tell them I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm very upset with my internet quality recently. Uh, but we're holding strong right now. Who we got? From? Rob. Rob, what's up, dude? Welcome to the cockpit. What's going on, Ryan? How you doing, brother? 
dude, I'm trying to remain positive as best I can. So I was on Twitter and I read this stat. Through the mm -hmm. first 58 minutes, through these first two or three games, the Jets have been outscored 81 to 34 through the first 58 minutes of, th of three games. Ugh. And so I'm looking at LaFleur and I'm thinking, like, there's just, I don't know what it is, Ryan. I, I don't know what, how we can get this, this, this right. I think part of it is having the offensive line gel. I do think there was a, a piece of that. I do think some of it was the the weather week one. I don't think that was very good. I think week two, we went against a really good defense. This week, this game more so than the other two feels like the head scratcher for me. Like this is one the Jets should have come out and at least been competitive in. I feel like the what's really alarming and concerning for me on my end is mm -hmm. looking at this supposed you know, our, on paper, we're supposed to be a really good defensive line. And mm -hmm. we only got, what, two, three sacks? And mm -hmm. the pressures didn't even matter. Like, it didn't make much of a difference. And mm -hmm. this is supposed to be, like, our strong suit. And against an O-line that gave up 16 sacks or something like that, and, and mm -hmm. we, we really didn't cause much pressures, really cause for concern on my for the way I'm looking at it. We should be able to get to the quarterback with our front four. Like that should be the value in spending so much on your defensive line. I want to see some stunts. I want to see guys run inside and outside, like confuse the offensive lineman. When you're just having guys try to go one-on-one, -on -one, like they know what to expect. You can cause some confusion if you send one blitzer and then let your offense or your defensive lineman kind of jump different spots. Like let Quinn and, right. you know, rush to the outside while Lawson, you know, runs behind him and goes inside like that's going to confuse dudes that's going to create some opportunities and cause some chaos on the offensive line for the opposing team and we're not seeing any of that sort of stuff so so here's my question for you ryan so let's mm -hmm. say so last year zach wilson was ranked the 32nd best quarterback out of 32 mm -hmm. and so i'm a little um i'm not too sure i know we're all hyped because he's a rookie or he's young and he's got the arm and he's mobile but he hasn't mm -hmm. really shown much really yet through his first nine ten games to show that he's the uh the answer so my question for you is let's say Zach comes back mm -hmm. and we finish the season three and 14 and we get mm -hmm. a top two pick next year going into next year's draft then what man that that gets interesting uh if the Jets wind up with a like a top five pick after having Wilson play I don't think Wilson would have played well enough for you to feel comfortable with him being the guy if you wind up with a top five pick Let's say, so, let's say a top two pick, Ryan. Again, we, yeah, we get another top two, top three If you pick. get a top two pick, I think you pull the ripcord. I think you have to. And I, at that really? point, I think you, you might have to say like, hey, this is, you know, maybe Sal is not the guy. Like if you have a top two pick and you have the opportunity to possibly draft a quarterback, and I don't like that. I, I want to believe in Zach. I think he's the most talented quarterback that we've ever had. Um then I think maybe you, you start considering, hey, if we throw the bag at someone like Sean Payton, right. would he want to come here to draft his quarterback and have this mm. talent on this team? Like, this is a talented team. If we have the quarterback figured out and the coaching gets figured out, like, this is a playoff caliber team with another draft and another free agency under its belt. Right now, we're still missing a few pieces. I don't want to think like that. I really hope we're sitting somewhere around like that. You got to be ready, Ryan. I want yeah. you to be ready for that time comes. Yeah, but look, there's 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 some opportunities, right? Like if I'm being overly optimistic, right? The Steelers, I think the Jets can win that game. If Mac Jones is missing time, 
even if Mac Jones is not missing time, I think the Patriots could, on a best case scenario, be swept, but I don't think they're the juggernauts they once were. The Bills, that's two losses. The Dolphins, I would have loved to have split. I have a hard time seeing two splits, uh, having a split there with the way they're playing right now. Um, you got the Bears, they can win that game. The Jaguars, they could win that game. The, what's the other team? There's a few games at the end of the season. Um, whatever. I think, look, I think there's some winnable games. The Broncos don't seem like the juggernauts they otherwise would have been. Like, I don't know. There's just, the overly optimistic yeah. side of me says, hey, if Zach plays well, we can at least, we should be around 500. I still maintain, I want to see seven and nine, or uh, I guess seven and 10, right. eight and nine. Anything below that is a failure of a season for me. But brother, thank you so much for being here. You've been ejected from the cockpit. No, no. Whoever was just calling in, I was just about to answer your call, and you hung up on me. Hung up on me. Oh, Raven's big trust. He's got. He's talking a big game in the chat right now. He's gonna be real upset when friggin' uh, Lamar Jackson walks. Enjoy trying to pay that contract. The Jets certainly will. We'll take him. Let him walk. Who we got? From. To accept. Welcome to the cockpit. How are you, my friend? I'm trying to hang in there, dude. Literally, every caller I get, I just get slightly more upset. <laughs> Because we can't talking about the draft after three weeks. No, don't talk about the draft. No, let's not do that. (laughs) I don't want to talk about the draft. Why is Carl Lawson lined up so wide on every play? Dude, he should be pinning his ears back. (sighs) Like he can't even get there if he beats his man. That the ball's getting out too quick. Right. Terrible. He lines up so wide. He even if he beats his guy, he doesn't get to the quarterback. Yeah, no. You it's, can't power rush from out there. Nah, you can't. You can't. You got to be able to get some pressure on the quarterback, and we are just not doing it. You can't spend this much money on the defensive line the way we, we have. have. the most expensive defensive line in football. It's a and joke. And we get no pressure. Yeah. It's a like joke. at the end of the game, we knew they were running the ball, and they ran it down our throats. And we knew they were running. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no. Kareem that, was getting eight yards to carry, seven yards to carry. Mm-hmm. There's no rationale for me. Like, when I look at Flacco throwing the ball 50-plus times, like, that, to me, like, that's not a winning formula. You you don't win with Flacco throwing that many times. No. Is that the floor with the play calling? I don't know if – I mean, it's got to be, right? Like, who? it's not like Sal is getting in his ear. I just don't know how you wind up having like, you know, you're playing from behind, so maybe they don't want to run and waste time. But like, to me, Michael Carter and Brees Hall, there should be screens, there should be runs. Now with Zach, you kind of have the threat of running, so maybe that kind of allows some sort of variation in how the defenses need to game plan compared to Flacco. But right. ugh, dude, it's it's frustrating. And you cannot run a dread jet sweep out of a, a shotgun like oh dude i'm done with that out. the whole barrios like fucking jet no, sweep could. you just gotta run it at the right time if it's run correctly yeah well or maybe switch it up maybe you don't have barrios run it every single time 
have Elijah Moore run right. it. At least there's like, you know, some variation. I feel like when Barrios comes on the field, they're like, oh, hey, he's on the left-hand side. Let's see if he goes in motion and now know what's coming to the right-hand side. Like, it feels like it's just and, like telegraphing your plays. And in this first interception, why were you running deep jump balls for Bradford? Oh, three, dude, three guys in coverage and they throw it up to Barrios like that. That made zero sense to me. Like, he can't go up and contest that catch. No, he shouldn't be. That's not a position he should be in. Same with Elijah Moore. You shouldn't be seeing 50-50 balls like that. Right. Well, why isn't Elijah Moore doing end arounds? Like, last time we were played the Patriots, we did end around. He walked in for 22 yards out. Dude, I want to see it. I want to see it. You're out of here! Brother, thank you so much for the call. We got 10 minutes left in the show. Call from... Don. Don, what's... Oh, I had you on the line sadness guy fisher says we miss beckton period these other dudes are maybes i mean beckton wasn't playing too hot before the injury from but we do miss don. Him. don what's up dude welcome back to the cockpit Hey, Ryan, what was up with uh, Quinn Williams calling out the coaching staff for um, blitzing? I mean, with the four-man pressure, they couldn't get to the quarterback at all. Dude, that's kind of what I'm getting. Like, I understand him getting mad at, like, if if it's the, hey, here's the rotation. Why are you absolutely, like, pulling us out of the game and putting in... Infer- I don't want to say inferior players, but, like, hey, I'm your best player on the defensive line. Keep me on the field. But... If it's what we're hearing and we're saying, oh, the front four, we just want to have, we want to rush the front four, send all the other guys back to help in coverage. They weren't getting to the quarterback. Like the reason they sent the blitz is because Quinnen and Lawson and JFM and, uh, you know, all those guys, Rankins, they couldn't get home. Yeah. And I can't believe what you said about being at the, the highest paid defensive line. I mean, really, we're getting, uh, you know, donuts for dollars or something. Terrible. Dude, Terrible. brutal. Absolutely yeah. brutal. You think about the investments that we've made into that line. You got Quinnen, who is a top three pick. You have John uh, Jermaine Johnson, who we traded back into the first four to get. You have Carl Lawson, who you paid a bunch of money to. You paid a bunch of money to John Franklin Myers, and we aren't getting squat from them. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, hopefully, with that coming back, things will change, but... Uh... But yeah, a great show. Thank you. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you for calling. You've been ejected from the cockpit. Boys and girls, we got about seven minutes left in the call-in show. If you want to call in, hear your voice. Yell at me for stupid stuff that I'm uh, saying. Things of that nature. Phone number's on the screen. You get three minutes to plead your case after three minutes. That's it! You're out of here! That's right. That's right, boys and girls. EP Jet preaching to the choir. Burrow sacked 13 times total by the Steelers and Cowboys. We got to him twice. Brutal. There's no other word for it. Brutal. Hennessy says, do you think Salah taking receipts from players, or will he just keep sending Joyner out there? It would be really nice if he kept some of those receipts and said, ah, you know what, Davis, we're going to start you because Joyner has not been the guy. 
Has not. Hennessy <laughs> says, Ryan, 60%. That's the most the D-line starters will play. Ugh. I hate seeing that. <laughs> I really I can't stand it. Ugh. Every time I see that 60% share, I just think, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get the hell out of here. John says, our D-line should be Jermaine, JFM, Quinnen, and Lawson. I would say Huff. I like Jermaine, but I would put Huff in, or at least put Huff in on pass rushdowns and keep JFM, or uh, sorry, not JFM, uh, Jermaine Johnson out there for the, the run-stopping plays. Like, I think he'll be a good edge rusher at some point, but right now he's more of like a well-rounded one. Huh. That might benefit from the uh, the earlier downs. But Huff not being on the field, that's that's driving me bonkers. Rico the Pup says, just establish the damn run. How you going to trade up in the draft, uh, trade up to draft a running back and have him rush seven times, love his contribution to the passing game, but come on. You have to be able to. Have to be able to. Gotta run the ball. Brees Hall was getting like seven yards carry yesterday. I think that's what it wound up being, right? Let him pound the rock. Set up the pass via the run. You can do that. It's okay to do that. Sitting here watching the Giants play the Cowboys. Got some dumb moves. Got some things they got to clean up. Not an overly score-happy game, 6-3. to three. But I feel like the Giants, like watching this, at least they're in it. I feel like when we face uh, backup quarterbacks, we're not. I don't know. I need Barkley to have a good game. I got him on my fantasy team. Give me something. All right. I think I'm going to call that the show. Got a little bit of... uh, a little bit of frustration out. It was nice to vent to you guys. I'm hoping we see a little bit better display on Sunday against the Steelers. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock for our Talking Jets panel. Myself, O'Leary, and Greenbean. So hit us up. I want to see how you guys are doing and just how they're feeling about this week's loss. Guys, keep your chin up. It's only three games into the season. We're going to turn this around. I have faith. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S.